Indeed, there are more questions than answers. Like, can you permanently damage your vision due to excessive eye rolling at idiots? Hi, America. <laughs> Obviously <Yes>. not. <laughs> Hello, world. Who said that? <laughs> My name is Adrian Lee, and I am blind. Welcome to your show. God. More questions than answers. The only paranormal quiz show anywhere in the world. Each week, my guests and I will search the world's newspapers, websites and TV shows just for you to bring you the very best in paranormal talk radio entertainment and enlightenment. We will then test each other's knowledge of the week's events of the mysterious, strange, supernatural, unusual, bizarre and just plain weird. If you have just tuned in, especially to hear the show, then I admire your taste. If you have just tuned in by accident, then I admire your luck. I am huddled under my quilt with a large flashlight and a nice cup of tea with tonight's guests, somewhere in the barren wildernesses of the Midwest Plains. With the sound of my elderly mother snoring distantly from the room next door. She must have a cold. <laughs> so snuggle all... Oh. If you're playing the Bell Bunk and Snort Michelle Corey drinking game, you can now have a shot. So snuggle under your covers, turn out your lights, and let's get drunk. The rules are very simple. Are there rules? Is no, there rules? I can't Points, live by your rules. We can't, there's no rules. Points will be awarded randomly for being interesting or for making me laugh or shiver in horror. Extra points will be available for shock and awe value. To help me control my rowdy panel of recidivists and reprobates, I will employ what I have called the inappropriate bell. An example of this would be... The panel have no idea what's coming. I have no idea what stories they have for tonight's show. So let me introduce my guests. Firstly, the mysterious and heathervescent Heather Morris... She's been a paranormal investigator for many years, with her own team called Hellhound Investigations, and does all of her best work in the shadows. She is now one of the leading audio and EVP experts with the International Paranormal Society, and brings her knowledge and research skills <laughs> to tonight's show. This is why we don't have cameras in the studio. Listeners keep saying to me, Adrian, when are you going to have cameras in the studio? If they saw what I saw... We'd have more patrons. We'd be in prison. Speak for yourself. Oh, I forgot. She's already been. Hurricanes, fires, and tigers running everywhere. Heather needs to stop playing Jumanji. Oh, Welcome what? to the show, Miss Morris. Hello. 
I also wish to introduce the mad and crazy Michelle Corrie. She was born and raised in Moira, Minnesota, and has a keen and avid interest in all things paranormal. Michelle realised this week that stress balls work really well when you shove them down someone's throat. (laughs) (laughs) Right on. Welcome to the show, Michelle. Thank you. And I feel like I should apologize for my voice in advance. I don't know what's going on, but it's all jacked up. I know what's going on. It was karaoke, wasn't it? (laughs) Start spreading the news. She won first place for singing Cher. Do you believe in love? We also have with us Nathan Bush tonight. Nathan bought new deodorant yesterday. The instructions said to remove the top and push up bottom. Oh, no. (laughs) His butt hurts today. But it smells great. But the farts make the studio smell awesome. Hurrah! I love this show. We are on series two. Episode 127. 127 is a sweet-smelling number that is highly stressed due to its job as the zookeeper of the dangerous cats section. 127. The biblical figure Sarah died at the age of 127. She lived to a ripe old age. She saw many wondrous things. She did. She was the wife and also the half-sister of Abraham. Yes, some shenanigans going on there. Oh. So for the first time oh. on MQTA Mm-mm. Radio, I did not know that about the Bible. Interesting <laughs> facts. Points to be one straight away, of course. Okay. In the Bible, God killed a minimum of 2.4 million people. All I wish to know... Don't look, Mary. Don't look, Mary. <laughs> All I wish to know is how many did Satan kill? The nearest person will win tonight's opening points. Miss Morris. 185,000. 185,000. I don't think he killed anybody. You're going with a duck egg. Yep. Nathan's in the background with his hand up in the air. Do you need to use the restroom? <laughs> no, thank you. How many are you going to go with? One. One. It was Ten. No way. People, allegedly. Nathan has won points and he's not even playing. I shall give you a nice healthy two, which puts you into the lead. (laughs) I cheated. You looked at my notes and still got it wrong. That cheating's not working out very well for you, is it? According to the Bible, when you travel and meet new people from other cultures and backgrounds, what is the first thing that you should do? Nod. You should nod. <laughs> Hello, foreign person. How are you? I shall nod. The international language. You acknowledge their existence by nodding. Oh. By nodding. That Very biblical, zen. Biblical nodding. Well, it's better than the biblical finger. <laughs> That's an Episcopal finger. <laughs> To you, madam. (laughs) Michelle, what do you do? You meet new cultures, new people, foreign travel. What's the first thing you need to do? Wash their feet. The first thing you need to do is kill them all. Spare no one. (laughs) Deuteronomy 13, 12 to 15. Massacre and murder everyone who doesn't believe in anything you believe in, any culture, any background. No. It's true. It's there. If you look it up, Deuteronomy 13, 12. To 15, well, your travel blog will be far more interesting, wouldn't it, at that I'm point? I'm going to be busy. You're going to be busy. 
your own personal <laughs> ding 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 ding. Being under siege is a serious business, isn't it? Yes. So when food runs out, Deuteronomy twenty eight fifty three says you should eat what? Your enemy. Because you just killed them. <laughs> <laughs> but they're outside the castle walls. You're under siege. You can't access your enemy. Mm. Mm, difficult times. You shoot them with a harpoon and drag them over the fence. <laughs> Go get me one of those Canaanite ham harpoons you read so much about. No, that's an Israelite one. Go and put it back. It's like wailing. Wailing. With the limit. That's three Israelites we've got today. Call me Ishmael. Look, I've made a bar of soap. I can't keep these lamps lit. We are all going to hell in a handbasket. Do not pass go. Do not collect $200. What are you eating? You're under siege, Michelle. You've got no food. The Bible indicates Deuteronomy 28.53 that you need to eat your... Oh, no. Wow. Manna. You need to eat your manna from heaven. It's your children. You need to eat your children. I'd go with the fat ginger one first. Wow. This isn't going well. No. Nathan's not involved in this quiz and he's leading. (laughs) The word Vatican comes from the Latin word Vaticanus. All I need you to do is to tell me what the word Vaticanus means. Vacant. Vacant. (laughs) All those rooms. Let's go and see the nice man who lives in the art gallery. (laughs) You're going with vacant, are you? Yep. Wow. Nice. Anything you'd like to add, Michelle? Vaticanus. Vaticanus. I don't know. You have no clue. I don't. It means place of sorceress, would you believe? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, you can't say yes after I've read out the answer. That's not how a quiz works. Why? Well, in the extremely disappointing last ever, more questions and answers, <sighs> I don't know anything about the Bible quiz. Obviously. Everyone has scored zero apart from Nathan, who scored two. Yeah. And oh. isn't playing. <laughs> Draw your own conclusions, ladies and gentlemen. LZ-127 was a Graf Zeppelin that was in operation from 1928 to 19. 19- 37, it was the first commercial transatlantic flight service ever. All I need you to do is to tell me how long it took to get from Europe to America in LZ-127 Graf Zeppelin. First transatlantic flight. And it took how long? 18 hours. The first commercial transatlantic flight. You're going with 18. Nathan's looking at my notes. I'll say 50. 50. You are closest. It was four days and six hours. Buggers! <laughs> Which, in old money, was 111 days. That oh. was the first air vehicle in existence that flew over a million miles. In AD 127, Roman Emperor Hadrian determined that Christians shall not be put to death without a trial. So good news for Christians and attorneys all over the world. Yeah! Each week, we love to read out the mailbag. Yay! We love the mailbag. It is our favourite part of the show. (laughs) (laughs) And this is because he's winning. Right. (laughs) But points will be taken away, obviously, Mm. before the end. We love your mailbag. We love listening to the letters being read out. We love all your emails, all of your comments. If you go to Facebook, 
Search for more questions and answers with Adrian Lee. You can join in all the fun, the frivolity, the mm-hmm. cartoons, the tonight's stories. Everything is there for you. Griffin on SoundCloud has posted much love and gratitude for continuing this incredible show. More questions than answers has been a regular and repeat event for me. The show never fails to lighten my day. Thank you, Heather Michelle. And even that silly French guy. <laughs> That's really Thank sweet. You, Thank you, Griffin, very much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Cynthia in Arkansas has posted, I just listened to some of the previous podcasts. They are so good. I've just binge listened for 10 hours. Nice. <laughs> yes, I have no life. <laughs> no, that's called getting one. Yeah. <laughs> that's called living in Arkansas. Oh. Controversial. No Thank you, listens. Cynthia. I will give her 10 points for such a fabulous, <gasps> yes. fabulous comment. So Nathan is now in second place. Hey. You can listen. You're lucky you're in second place at the moment. You can listen to the shows like Cynthia has done, like Griffin has done. If you go to soundcloud.com, search for MQTA Radio. All of our archives are there. They're completely free. All of our shows for the last four years, you can listen to them back to back while you're walking the dog, driving long distances in the car, at work, in the gym, anywhere you wish. And you can find us, of course, on iTunes, TuneIn Radio and Stitcher. And if you're listening on SoundCloud now, why don't you press the button that is the little orange love heart and tell us how much you appreciate and love the show. And remember, we do an extra 20 to 25 minutes of the show in a round called Not For Your Mother that we do at the top of the hour. We don't do it on air because we'll be taken off. We'll be fined. We will be removed. It is the stories from around the world that are laden in filth. Mm, filthy. Sexual stories. Dirty. Naughty. The things that we can't read out. In a round called Not For Your Mother, it's all there for you on soundcloud.com. Caleb in Florida has written, I caught an episode one night by accident and I have been addicted ever since. <laughs> Yay! Yay, Caleb. Thank you. I shall you. also give him 10 points, which means Nathan is now in third place. Right. <laughs> Tracy, our listener in Alberta, Canada, then wrote underneath that, I admire your luck. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Genius. Absolute genius. Love it. I will give Tracy 10 points as well. Nathan is now in fourth place. (laughs) Russell in Michigan posted, out of a 40-hour working week, MQTA makes it seem like I only work 39 hours. Nice. Isn't that a joy? I really love reading out your letters of support, your messages. That is just a joy for us here at MQTA Mm -hmm. in the studio. So if you wish to write to us, we love hearing where you're from. We love hearing your stories, love hearing your comments. Go to MQTA Radio on SoundCloud. You can find us on there, but go to Facebook as well. More questions and answers with Adrian Lee, and you can leave your comments on there, and I will read out the best ones. Martin, our regular listener, in New York has created an amazing online auction site. It's called Martin's Online Auctions. It's on Facebook. There is everything on there from the Living Dead Dolls to 80s metal concert t-shirts, the unusual, strange, intriguing, bizarre and weird. Go and have a look at what is morbidly fascinating. These items are just a couple of clicks away from owning. Remember Martin's Online Auctions 
on Facebook. You've already shown good taste by listening to the show. Now go and surround yourself with good taste as well. As I've mentioned, we have 6,000 followers on Facebook. Go to more questions and answers with Adrian Lee. All of tonight's stories and much, much more is on there for you. All of the cartoons, all of the jokes, all of the banter. There was even my mother on there this week discussing with Robin in Massachusetts the merits of having a hedgehog for a pet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> My world has gone very surreal, very strange, <laughs> and very bizarre. That's like doing some really bad acid back in the 1980s <laughs> and having some sort of bizarre trip where your mother's discussing the merits of owning a hedgehog to someone you've never met in Massachusetts. I think she was also discussing with someone the benefits of having a squirrel for a pet, and I think she called them... Tree rats. Tree rats. My mother seems to be an expert in small (laughs) brown (laughs) British mammals. I don't know where that comes from. Rest assured, she has no scientific background in any of these areas. I love your mom. She knows. At all. And we love Robin. This is very true. We love all of our listeners. Mm -hmm. Very true. You can find us first. Why not listen to the show first on darkmatterdigitalnetwork.com. We have 100,000 listeners in 140 countries. We go out at 8 p.m. Central Time every Friday night, so you can join us first on there. My Twitter account, Adrian underscore Lee underscore tips, currently has 94,000 followers. This show is free. It will always be free. But we do incur studio costs. It costs a lot of money to keep SoundCloud up and running and our other sites and our other platforms as well. Mm -hmm. So if you go to patreon.com and you wish to donate a single dollar to the show for the fun, the frivolity, all of the information. Entertainment. Entertainment. Mm -hmm. Witticisms. Oh, dear. I am taking this a bit far. There is a stretch involved here. Education. Yeah, I don't. Apparently, hedgehogs don't make good pets. You leave this show with more than you arrive with. But if you go to patreon.com, search for MQTA Radio, a single dollar would be very much appreciated for our costs. But the show is free, of course. We're happy to do this for you, and we have a lot of fun. Remember my latest book, Mysterious Midwest. Unwrapping urban legends and ghostly tales from the dead is available in all good bookshops and on Amazon. And every single review of that book I've had on Amazon has given it five out of five stars, every single one. And there's a foreword written by David Ellefson, the award-winning Grammy bassist of Megadeth. You can find lots of fun things on YouTube too. Go for more questions and answers with Adrian Lee and you will find lots of outtakes. Now, Michelle's lost her voice. I have. Partly because it was your birthday this week. It was my birthday. Happy birthday. There's been a lot of singing. A lot. A lot of jivolity. Yes. We did find some traces of blood in our alcohol supply. (laughs) Uh Which is good news. Yes. So, for the first time in the history of MQTA Radio... We have the this birthday. This is your life. This is your life. <laughs> oh, no. Do you remember Billy Bob in 1983 and his brother Jed <laughs> under the bleachers of the racetrack? He's here tonight with their dad and uncle. Stop it. <laughs> <That's> terrible. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Can't look a corn dog in the eye. <laughs> Can't go to the state fair again no. either. Yeah. 
Everything was on a stick that night. <laughs> oh, God. I would like to know in which month the most people on the planet celebrate their birthday. Which month? 9% of the entire world's population celebrates their birthday in which month, Miss Morris? In which month? I would have to say December. You're going with December. September. September. Why do you say September? Because people are doing it in the wintertime. <laughs> You're not a million miles away. <laughs> New Year's. You're not a million miles away. It is, in fact, August. August. Oh. I wonder if that's to do with the cold weather coming in fall. That means people are doing it almost now, right? <laughs> oh. I know why. <laughs> Halloweenus. No, because men finally get their Christmas present. <laughs> the one time of the year, just like Santa, comes once a year. <laughs> oh, I love it. In October. No. Christmas. In December. And nine months later. New Year's Eve. Is August. Boom. Baby, boom. What's your maths like? Nine months from December isn't August, is it? What's your math like? <laughs> Hang on. January, February, March, April, May, June, July. August is eight. That's it's September. Like it's September. <laughs> yes. I've lost the will to live. <laughs> <laughs> Having said that, the most popular birthday in the entire world is actually the 5th of October. More people have their birthday on the 5th of October really? than huh. any other. And that's due to New Year's Eve. Really? Absolutely. Oh. So you're kind of getting it half right, but you're getting the wrong dates and the wrong months. But there's a and lot the of wrong people. Holiday, apparently. Yes, but other yeah. than that, you're doing great. <laughs> great stick stick with the Keep plan. You're doing fantastic. <laughs> Here we are. Now, Vincent Price. I love him. He's my boyfriend. Christopher Lee. <laughs> yes. Shared the same birthday, would you believe? Nice. May the 27th. That's a remarkable fact, isn't it? Yeah. How many people do you need to be in a room before there is a 50-50 chance that two of them will share the same birthday? This Ooh. is called the birthday paradox. This has actually been looked at mathematically. And you may be surprised by the answer, but if we're in the studio here, there's four of us in here. If we added another 19 people, what would we end up with? 23. 23. You only need 23 people in a single room to have a 50-50 chance that two of them share the same birthday. We it's only needed four at one time. The birthday paradox. When you had a birthday with the show's friends, Helen and Brian, right? Oh, this is true. I met... There's a friend of mine who lives in Minneapolis. He's British, so all of us Brits hang out. He has been on the show before. Yeah, he was talking yes. about ghosts in Cornwall a couple of months ago. His lovely wife, Helen, is American. She was born in Alaska. She's an Aries. We were talking over the dinner table. I yeah. said, oh, I'm an Aries too. What, what date was you born? She said, 17th of April. I said, that's my birthday. We share the same birthday. And this does happen. I do know yeah. at least three or four people that have the same birthday as me. Right. And to be fair, you know, our parents, summer holidays, sun's on your back, lots of hiking, fresh air. We are suddenly born in April, right? Yeah. So I said, uh, what year? And I'm not going to give the year away because the young lady probably wouldn't want that to be advertised on air. But she said the year and it was the same year as me. So there we are, sat together, same year, 
same day, yeah. same month. That's quite remarkable now. It is. I'm oh, thinking you don't find that very often. No. 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 I just said, what time was you born? Because I know when I was born. I know the time exactly. She said I was born at half past ten at night. I said I was born at half past ten at night. She didn't believe me. I had to get my driving license out to prove that that was my birthday. So my head was squeezing out of my mother as she was sat there discussing hedgehogs and squirrels. Yes. At the same time as Helen's head was being squeezed out of her mother. And I said to Helen, we will never, ever find ever again another person, because I've waited this many years to my life, to find someone born on the same day, the same month, the same year, the same minute. It's impossible. Incredible. And she said, you're absolutely right. That will never, ever happen again. We'll never find anyone else who shares that. Mm-hmm. Two weeks later, I'm on Facebook. She's posted pictures of her hanging out with her twin sister. I, I know. It's crazy. So why she's telling me this, <laughs> yeah. she knew somebody. She there was someone else. She said she forgot. She, she forgot. <laughs> she was so amazed. So remarkably, when I'm sitting there saying to her, I'll never find anyone else, she knew somebody. She did. She it really did. Her twin sister. Remarkable remarkable times going back to our birthday paradox that mm. all works you only need 23 people in a room to share the same birthday That's because crazy. every guest can match up with every other guest if that makes mathematical sense not really but go on so with having 23 people in a room you have 253 right. possible combinations you've got one plus two plus three plus four up until 22 which comes out at 50 50 have a think about it. Have a lie not down. Not really. With it a hurts. cold. Nathan's a mathematician. I'm right here, right? Yes. You're not getting any points for that. But yes, he's absolutely <laughs> right. 100% correct. Go and look that up. It's called The Birthday Paradox. So happy birthday, Michelle. Thank you so much. I'm Very glad much. you're here. Despite losing your voice due to all the singing. Yes. And the extracurricular activities <laughs> under the bleachers. <laughs> this is the first round. We move into the round that is Ghosts. And the hauntings. Michelle, despite all of the quizzes, is yet to score. Heather, despite all of the opening quizzes, is yet to score. No. Tracy's on 10. Caleb's on 10. Cynthia's on 10. And Nathan has scored two. This morning <laughs> presenter, Ryland Clark Neal, ran out of recording celebrity ghost hunting live after he was left terrified from a ghost saying his name earlier today. He's been shooting the spooky five-star show in Essex which he and other celebrities took part in a seance. High-tech ghost activity recording equipment, broken radios that continue scanning, uh-huh. picked up a ghoulish voice saying his name. At one point, Ryland screamed, F off, and ran out of the recording. <laughs> that helps. Which is what you want for a live show that you're hosting. Right. A source close to the show said, if you're playing the Michelle Corey birthday bunk snort drinking game you can have your second shot of the night a source close to the show said he has been left terrified by what they've seen i thought he heard it he did. where did i go wrong did. what did i miss he's confused a makeup artist and two medical staff have already quit the production over it and rylan is genuinely terrified after some audio monitoring equipment began saying his name the show which airs this evening features Love Island's Chris Hughes, Celebs Go Dating's Charlotte Dawson, Geordie Shaw's Charlotte Crosby, and previous Celebrity Big Brother winner Stephen Bear. Obviously a new meaning for the word celebrity I hadn't previously 
been aware of. <laughs> Celebrities along with psychic Ian Lawman and his pair of paranormal investigators are spending a night in one of the UK's most haunted buildings. It's quite common for ghosts and spirits to shout your name out. That is yeah. such a regular occurrence through our equipment and through our investigations over the last 10, 20 years. I can think of at least two really good occasions that spring to mind. One was the soap factory yeah. in Minneapolis, the last unconverted warehouse in the whole of the Mississippi along the Wow. And making soap back in the Victorian period was a grim business. They're yes. boiling up cat and dog carcasses to make lye. And I remember turning on the ghost box and it shouted my name out several times. I was also at the Chase on the Lake Resort in Walker, which is a fabulous hotel built in 1924, I believe. Very, very haunted. And I was in the lobby and a ghost suddenly shouted out, in the name of Christ. And I said, in the name of what? We've bubbled up the ghost there, haven't we? <laughs> and I said, in the name of Christ, what? And he said, in the name of Christ, Adrian. And all the hairs Jeez. on the back of your neck turn up. That means, because you don't necessarily introduce yourself, I wonder how they know who you are. They must have an idea that you're already going there. If you've made the arrangements to do an investigation a month in advance, do the spirits in that building then come and find you or then yes. come and work out who you are and then follow you when you get there? Because I swear when I went into the soap factory, I did not discuss who I was at that point and none of the people that I was with called me by my name. It's no different than when you're doing readings for someone and those people come to you almost a week before you do the reading. That is true. If you've made an appointment to talk to your Uncle Dave in spirit, then I'll be having a shower a week beforehand and Uncle Dave will be sat there. So it's, yes, yeah, no that different. That is 100% <laughs> true. In the recording at Harridge Fort, a ghost hunter asks a room, is there anyone in the room that wants to talk to me? With an unknown voice suddenly replying, I am. The spirit is then asked, what's my name? To which it says, Chris. Chris. Asked, what's your name? The voice then answered, Ryland. It's no good only doing it occasionally. What are you doing? Honest, I sound like a gay robot. Oh, my. Just drink out the bottle. It's easier than taking shots at this stage. There's snot. There's everything. Everything you would want. Oh, no. That sounds like the devil trying to get out. Do you want an exorcism? Chris. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, do behave. It's outrageous. Unbelievable. <laughs> this is what happens when Morris gets to go on the soundboard with unfettered access. A series of investigations will be undertaken to capture evidence of the many ghostly gay apparitions that haunt the abandoned building. It'll be something ghost hunting fans have never seen before. Ghost saying my name? Or oh, that's just lame. You decide. <laughs> Go to my Facebook site, more questions than answers, with Adrian Lee, and you can see the story in full. I shall give myself two points for being fun and informative. Chuck Morris, what have you got for me tonight in the round of ghosts <laughs> and hauntings? Well, a little girl stopped at a drain in Canada, insisting her mom let her go down and see the guys. The Ooh, guys. In a guys. drain. In a drain. In true... Sorry, I just thought you said my name. I was confused. <laughs> it does sound similar, doesn't it? Yes. Mm. Very similar. 
In true It style, Satasha can be seen crouching down and talking into the dreams, claiming that she's speaking to the guys down there. Watching her two-year-old daughter, Zoe Zilstra, asks her whether she's talking to it. Satasha replies, yeah, to which her mom, who has a phobia of clowns, swiftly encourages her daughter to leave the drain. Leave the drain. Step away from the drain. Go away from the drain. No one will get hurt. Yeah, you won't see those on every street, every 10 feet. I slowly creep up to semis and whisper, I know your secret, Optimus Prime. It's Optimus, not Optimus. Octopus Prime. <laughs> oh, first, it does have it. What? Eight tires? Yeah. I have no idea. Octopus Prime. That's pretty good. Sounds like a starter in a bad Chinese buffet. I'll start mm. with the Octopus Prime. <laughs> God. Could all have a leg each. Oh, that's a surf and turf. Isn't it? <laughs> oh, see? Prime. Octopus. I bet you never thought in your life, Michelle, that you would ever mime the sound of someone chewing an octopus on air. Oh, and it's disgusting. I have to. I tried I it once. Oh, 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 never again. Never. Not so going. you're pushing it down. Wow. It's like a rubber Actions band. as well. Yeah. It's yes. a rubber band. It comes back. It does. I had a pet chicken once that swallowed a rubber band and it laid the same egg three times. Oh, God. Joy Zelstra from Alberta, Canada said, we were taking the dog for a walk when she stopped bent down and started talking to the drange. She said, Hi, guys. <laughs> down to the sewer. Oh. And it immediately reminded me of Pennywise and the Stephen King movie, It. She kept asking me if she could go down there and see them, but she wasn't allowed to go. That's nice. Her mom nice. wouldn't let Great her go. parenting. Mm. Off your trot, be home for lunch. <laughs> Where'd you get your balloon from? I'll flush your dinner. (laughs) To be fair. (laughs) That must be mine. It's got a flag in it. Does that taste funny? Oh, no. Oh, no. Does this taste strange? (laughs) Once she had got up and I had a look down the drain and no one was in there, not even workers, just rubbish and water. I suspect a little more than rubbish and water. We then left the sewer, but on the way to my husband's grandma's house, she stopped again at the next drain. I'm a big Stephen King fan, but that was too creepy for me. There. They weren't followed by an old-fashioned car very slowly as well, were they, by any chance? I don't know. No idea. I haven't done the research. I shall give you two points, which now brings you up tied. In fourth place, a terrified pop star is being haunted by a ghost, which appears in her videos. We're doing a lot of Canada stories tonight. Yes. Our Canadian singer, Mozdar Jamazalda, what? says what? it's true. Say that again. There are some very, very Mazda? strange names Mazda? for pop stars. Mozdar Jamazalda. <laughs> <laughs> Mozda, pull it harder. <laughs> Inglebert Humperting would be one. Humperdink. Humperdink. <laughs> yes, yes. It's always funny, isn't it, when an American corrects an Englishman's English? <laughs> Art Garfunkel. Did anyone not sit down and think you need to be called something else? 
You would think. Like, yeah. how'd they come up with Engelbert Humperdinck? That's, that's his not, name. It's not. It's not his name. Uh-uh. That must have been a very rough night out. Eddie Izzard has a whole bit on that. I need to go and look that yes, up. Yes, you, you do. You leave this show with more than you arrive with. Canadian singer Mozdar Jamal Zalda says she's been haunted by the mysterious figure while working on a new album in Vancouver. And after posting the eerie footage on social media, people are convinced the ghost has been caught on camera. In one post, a bizarre female figure lurks behind the unaware star as the singer talks about her work. The video appearance sent her social media follows into meltdown, with dozens of fans reacting to the supernatural apparition. Mozdar, who sung for the Obamas at the White House, admitting she was freaked out by the encounter, adding that her family have a history of being tormented by ghouls. The 31-year-old said, I'm really freaked out by what is happening. I've never seen a ghost actually in front of me at the studio, but I do feel something is there. When I posted the video, I didn't see the ghost immediately, but looking at it closer, there seems to be some weird figure with long hair that could be a hex figure. I am not sure what to do or whether I can face going back. Mazda said the studio is two levels below ground, set in darkness and feels very lonely. Sometimes I feel like there's a presence in the recording booth when I sing. Even though it is just me in the booth, I feel as if someone is breathing down my neck. I feel the hair down the back of my neck stick up. I turn around and obviously no one is there. But I feel some kind of being in that booth. I'm not sure if the ghosts have come to haunt our family, but I am concerned. I'm not sure I want to return to the studio alone. She said with all of these encounters, maybe we will include a ghost story. In the video, you can see that entire story in full and a photograph of Mazda with the ghost sat behind. If you go to our Facebook site, more questions than answers with Adrian Lee. Ghost in the video or a no-show. <laughs> Michelle, what have you got for me tonight in the round of Ghosts and Hauntings? George Michael predicts comeback for Jerry Hallowell from Beyond the Grave. Yay! <laughs> I'm sure that was just a careless whisper. <laughs> the late singer got in touch with a top psychic who used to visit his home for readings. Once again, Ian Lawman, who has been busy, says the careless whisper star who died on Christmas Day last year, has been in touch with him three times. During the last two visits, appearing at the bottom of his bed and then in his car. Former chart-topper George never said a word. Just sat there, brooding. <laughs> Can you imagine you're at the lights, you're going down the King's Road in Chelsea, George Michael City next year. What a turn-up. Who knew? Still Andrew Ridgely, nowhere to be seen. No, poor Andrew. Unbelievable. But the third time they spoke, George predicted a huge return for former Spice Girl, gal pal Jerry Hallowell. That's what he had. That's the, what he had. Nothing like, how's me mother? <laughs> no. Who's looking after me estate? <laughs> I didn't like the suit you buried me in. <laughs> George was a very spiritual person and a big believer. The former most haunted star said George was a very spiritual person. Well, you've got to have faith, haven't yeah. you? <laughs> Oh, no. There's a lot more where that's coming from, trust me. <laughs> During the latest visit, he told me how he had been big mates with Jerry Hallowell and that she will be making a huge comeback. So he was in bed 
when the ghost arrived. Yes. So, like, wake me up before you go. Go <laughs> I had that in the can. <laughs> what were you doing? You had George Michael in the can. <laughs> like so many others. <laughs> wow. I love this show. Yes. Controversial. He also claimed there will be big changes to the music industry in the next five years, and it will be more about live music. I think that's already the case, to be honest. A lot of uh, <laughs> rock stars and musicians are preferring doing live music now than actually selling stuff. Yeah. They make more money mm-hmm. from touring, obviously. Oh, definitely. Ian, who claims he has also been visited by Princess Diana and Michael Jackson, said the singer did not go into detail about his death. Oh, that's bad. <laughs> <laughs> you know it. <laughs> that's Michael Jackson. <laughs> He said Michael Jackson came to him at the end. Are you not listening to these stories? I don't listen to you anytime. No. No, I said it. Oh, then that's okay. But he made the joke. Yeah. I wonder. <laughs> if yeah. you're living in Hemel Hempstead in West London and Michael Jackson doesn't know who you are and he's never visited your house or that part of London, why would he come to you? Out of all the thousands of millions of people that he could visit, why would he come to you? If I wanted to bring up the ghost of John Lennon, I'd have to have a good reason why John Lennon should come to me. I'd have to go and find him. He'd have to know who I am. He'd have to know where I'm living, how to access me. I don't understand. Maybe he was meeting up with the elephant man and he was just passing through. That's possible. Yeah. That would be a combination. Michael Jackson, George Michael and the elephant man. Perfect. Yeah. Sounds like a sitcom. <laughs> We'll get that going. <laughs> there, I brought you some buns. Thank you. I shall give you two points. We're all tied at the moment. In fourth place, Tracy, Caleb and Cynthia are all tied for first place with 10 points as we move into the round that is UFOs and cryptozoology. It's green men and hairy beasties. Carved into the red dirt of Australia's outback lies the mysterious Mary Man, a giant figure so immense it can be seen from space. Mystery has surrounded the 28-kilometre-long artwork, showing a hunter throwing a stick, ever since it was first spotted by a tour flight almost two decades ago. And now UFO hunters have claimed that aliens may have etched the figure onto the remote region of South Australia as a marker to show that humans inhabit the planet. So planet Earth, a giant post-it note, apparently. Who knew? I find this remarkable that this character was carved into the rocks. It's 28 kilometers long, which is probably about 18, 17 miles long. Yeah. And they've only found it recently. How can that That's even awesome. be? I know Australia is a big country, but you would think at some point someone would have seen a 28 kilometer figure carved into the outback. It's truly remarkable, isn't it? It, it is. Mystery history made the bizarre claims, saying a fleet of vehicles, system of radio communication and huge resources would have been necessary to create the carving. Experts have been baffled by the figure for almost 20 years, with everyone from the US Army to local artists said to have had a hand in its creation. It was first seen by tour flight operator Trevor Wright on the 26th of June 1998. He noticed the outline from the air while flying between Mary and Cuba Pedy, two small towns north of Adelaide. At the time, Shane Anderson from the William Creek Hotel 
located some 200 kilometers from Marie, said he received a fax detailing the location of the geoglyph. Mr. Anderson believed the anonymous fax was a joke and ignored it. Some believe the figure was the work of South Australian artist Bardius Goldberg. Mr. Goldberg, who passed away in 2002, reportedly told friends he'd been paid $10,000 to create the Mary Man. Others claim the figure was a parting gift from the US Air Force after their time at the Joint Defence Faculty Nurengar. Local hotel owner Phil Turner said a numerous theories have emerged about the alien involvement. You can understand because of its sheer size and no one could ever explain what it was. Around the time all of these crop circles were appearing in England and Scotland, I guess you could say the world was UFO happy. I was enthralled. The most incredible thing is we don't know who did it. Locals have campaigned to preserve the figure, which is one of the largest geoglyphs anywhere in the world. Amazing geoglyph or bored stiff. You decide. <laughs> you can go to our Facebook site, More Questions Than Answers with Adrian Lee, and you can see the photograph of the giant Australian 28-kilometer man throwing a stick for yourself. I shall give myself four points, and I am now up to a very large, very resplendent six. What have you got for me tonight, Miss Morris, in the round of UFOs and cryptozoology? Oh, something that we've all been concerned about. Maybe not us up here, but maybe down south. Well, several media outlets have had to assure the American public that sharks were not, in oh, fact, God. swirling around in Hurricane Irma. Sharknado! That's right. In the latest bout of fake news, a hoax was shared on social media purporting that the now Category 4 force had airlifted predators from the waters off florida just the shark so every other animal was left alone yep the manatees the manta rays spinning around the in mermaids the yeah what i need's a hammerhead shark <laughs> <laughs> to nail my house back together not the mermaids though no, no, no mermaids. i didn't need a girlfriend remarkably it appears some americans believed the story and were worried that the sunshine state might become overrun with sharks the great uh. thing about sharks is that when you're on the land you're pretty much safe because they're not going to run after you are they but Irma was bringing the ocean to the land. So land. you'd have to have a very bad day, wouldn't you, if you're out walking in the wind and suddenly and a, shark by a shark comes from left field <laughs> with its choppers open, gone. Yeah, Remember the right. one on NSL with the box of candy? Land, nice. land shark. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, a lot of people reference the brilliant film Sharknado, which is about a monstrous storm full of sharks that wreaks havoc on Los Angeles. <laughs> We imagine most people sharing the news don't actually believe that the sharks are hiding in Hurricane Irma, but there are a lot of people talking about it. After Hurricane Irma smashed through the Caribbean as a Category 5 storm, flattening the entire community and leaving a trail of destruction, Florida Keys awaited its arrival and it struck on Saturday at around 8 a.m., Nearly 7 million people were ordered to leave their homes in the largest evacuation in U.S. history. Now, I didn't know that. I've had Ugh. some large evacuations. Stop. Like the day after Thanksgiving. Please stop. Yeah, I know. The girl was trying to call it forth from the drains. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Two ships went down on Lake Superior. <laughs> the storm was packing sustained winds of 125 miles per hour. And a surge up of 15 feet is expected 
to inundate neighborhoods. Now, this is the fun part. Some Americans thought they might shoot at the hurricane. What? Apparently for a little other reason than the fact that they killed have guns. To kill the bitch. Yeah, that's right. That bitch. Shake bitch. Stop. I'm going to kill me that there hurricane. And I don't care for that hurricane coming towards my shore. She made my daughter pregnant. <laughs> Police in Florida were moved to urge residents not to fire their guns at Hurricane Irma. The I like the idea that you wake up just, in the morning, you think to yourself, I'm just going to go and walk the dog. I'm not going to put up paneling I'm to gonna save walk, my windows. Walk the dog. You walk in the dog. Suddenly, from out of nowhere, Heather's been playing Jumanji. The hurricane picks you up. You're being swelled around in the eye of the storm. You're thinking, wow, my day could not get any worse. <laughs> Suddenly a shark comes along. Billy Bob. Takes off your legs. You're thinking, what's the chances of that happening? But it's okay. I can survive without my legs. I guess. Oh, no, I've been shot in the arm. And then a shark bites my head off. I'm yeah. going back to bed. That's right. Terrible series of events. People shot at the hurricane. Yeah, the sheriff's office warned that bullets would not divert the path of the storm and that they could instead lead to further danger darn those some as bitches. the bullets fly around in the wind that's hilarious they were firing their guns at no. the hurricane because no. they thought it would go away everyone knows you tase a hurricane <laughs> that's right <laughs> i'd have gone with the pepper spray who knew God. michelle what have you got for me tonight in the round of green men and hairy beasties Scientists have found evidence of life in a cave system hidden deep beneath the Antarctic ice. Nature finds a way, doesn't it? It does. Earth's southernmost continent might not be the most obvious place to look for warm, habitable environments, but according to a new study, some of the cave systems situated beneath the icy wastes of Antarctica are not only warm, but are also potentially teeming with life. Isn't that where Hitler went? Or they said he went? Probably. He seemed to get around, that guy, didn't <laughs> he? Did. He did he's, go to a lot of places. He's busy. The caves hollowed out around Mount Erebus and on Antarctica's Ross Island, for instance, are so warm that it is possible to comfortably wander around them without even needing a coat. Wow. Mm-hmm. No underwear, thermals, nothing. Nothing. You're going to end up catching your chill. Maybe a hat. Perfect. Yes. Light can also make its way down to the caves where the ice above is particularly thin. By examining soil samples collected from these caves, the scientists were able to find evidence of mosses, algae, and even small animals. Algae. Not hedgehogs, but... No hedgehogs. No. You'd have got lost. They're going on their holidays. Mm-hmm. Get your suitcase. We're going on holiday. You need to pack warm things. Did you say they, they live wild in England, right? They're livid. They're very unhappy animals, angry all the time and wild, absolutely. They're angry hedgehogs. Angry hedgehogs. <laughs> Why are they so mad? They look so sweet. Yeah. My neighbour back in Britain was petrified of hedgehogs. I had to come and remove a couple from her garden because she was screaming. And uh, she has a phobia of hedgehogs. I'm sure there must be a name for that somewhere. Are they as common as mice and rats here? Yes, you will find them everywhere. I've rescued hedgehogs in all manner of places. Aww. Some of them are riddled. Do they bite you? 
they're wild, so you don't want to put your fingers near their mouth, but uh, they can be riddled with things like fleas and so forth. I mean, they're a wild animal. But they're so cute. Yeah. Yes, they're very prickly. It hurts your fingers. They oh. make a lot of noise. They were scuffling around outside my bedroom window once, and I thought I was being burgled. <laughs> Turns out I was. <laughs> yeah, that was an hedgehog. Had a mask on. <laughs> Took me watch. Saw it running off into the distance. In a shank. <laughs> I scored a couple of thousand once on a dartboard by throwing a hedgehog. Oh. Aww. The results from this study gave us a tantalizing glimpse of what might live beneath the ice in Antarctica. There might even be a new species of animal and plants, said Dr. Serdwin Fraser. The next step of the research will involve actively seeking out organisms within the cave system. If they exist, it opens a door for an exciting new world. A whole new world. I shall give you points, Michelle. You're the birthday girl. You're Thank now you. up to four. As we go into the final round, we have about five minutes to squeeze in. Ooh. As many stories as possible in the round of The Strange and the Bizarre. It's the stories from around the world that are too good not to read out, but don't fit easily into any other category. A creepy letter which a possessed Italian nun insisted was from Satan has finally been translated. And its <laughs> message is truly devilish, Michelle. Oh, Scientists from Ludum Science Centre in Sicily. Try saying that. Wow, that was I awesome. I deserve a medal. Yes. Scientists from Luden's Science Centre in Sicily have decoded its nonsensical message, which describes God, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit as dead weight. Sister Maria della Conciazione wrote the letter in 1676, claiming the devil used her hands. I believe that's how country music is played. You're right. <laughs> After she entered the Benedictine convent in Palmer at the tender age of 15, she woke up one morning to discover the mysterious letter. She told her sisters she had been possessed by the devil and he had forced her to write it. The nuns believed her and displayed the letter at the convent, hoping someone will be able to make sense of its code. But after 340 years, only the group of Italian scientists have succeeded. Using code-breaking software found on the dark web, that's ironic, isn't it? That to decode Satan's letter, you go on the uh. dark web. <laughs> the team confirmed its devilish message. One sentence reads, God thinks he can free mortals. Another says God was invented by man and the system works for no one. Daniela Batta, director of the center, told the Times, we heard about the software, which we believe is used by intelligence services for code breaking. We primed the software with ancient Greek, Arabic and the runic alphabet and Latin to unscramble some of the letters and show that it really is devilish. The scientists say the letter is not entirely consistent or understandable. This supports the theory that Sister Maria suffered from schizophrenia or bipolar disorder, slamming her claims that she was possessed by the devil. Mm. Devil's letter, or they can do better. Go to our <laughs> Facebook site and see the entire letter for yourself. More questions and answers with Adrian Lee. Heather Morris. While police in Albuquerque had said a stolen U-Haw trailer was found abandoned after the thieves apparently discovered its contents. Oh, good. Which were... <gasps> Please. Have a guess. Dead An bodies. octopus. Ooh, a shark. Michelle should get points, but I don't award them. Yeah, no, it you don't. Actually, it's actually the remains of the couple's father-in-law. Perfect. Nice. 
I know, right? The Albuquerque Police Department said that a Chevy Trailblazer SUV and a U-Haul it was towing were stolen on Monday morning from outside the residence inn. Inside the U-Haul was a casket containing the body of the victim's father-in-law. Nope. That's a likely story. You're going to you're going to put your father-in-law's body in a casket in a U-Haul to transport it cross country. Is that even legal? No. I don't think so. If you go across state lines, I think you're going to have problems with the FBI at that point. I think you can do whatever you want within state lines. I don't... Okay. (laughs) You heard it here first, if anyone pulls you over. Didn't we do a story about someone who was driving someone else, they passed away, and instead of actually stopping at a hospital, they just kept driving because it would cost more. That was through countries, though, because they were going to Alaska, and they had to go through Canada to get there. Really? But Mm -hmm. they have dressed people up in makeup and put clothes on them to get them on aircraft, pretend they're alive, so they can get a dead body back home without having to pay for a dead body to be transported back home look he's never looked better has he he won't be needing the meal he's sleeping he'll be fine well the police said that the couple was driving from oklahoma to san juan county to bury the man when they stopped for the night at the hotel investigators said the suv trailer and its precious cargo were found abandoned about four hours after the initial report in the parking lot of the puerta del sol golf course Vehicle, trailer, and casket with the human remains are still inside, reported the cops. So they at least got their father-in-law back. Why would you stop for the night? Just drive through. Perhaps he was feeling tired. Get some coffee. They played golf. (laughs) (laughs) Can you imagine? They took him around on a golf cart. (laughs) Can you imagine what they found when they opened the U-Haul? They're probably thinking Vlad was in there. I kind of love it. Stinky. Yeah. Stinky. (laughs) (laughs) It smells like a ripe breed here. What could they be carrying? Oh, worse than that. That's terrible. U-Haul, you can use it for everything. That's right. Yes. Good times. Mm -hmm. We now enter the round that is called Not For Your Mother, which means you have now found us in our archives. So well done you for being tech savvy and coming to find us. If you can click the little orange love heart and tell us how much you love the show, we would be very grateful. Why not post on your social media platforms that you're now listening to more questions and answers and spread the word. If your mother's of a nervous disposition, if you've got small minors in the room, they need to be removed. America's legal brothel business may be limited to a single state, But that doesn't mean that one's options are limited. No. As evidenced by the alien cat house, a sex vacation (laughs) destination that caters specifically to customers with alien fantasies. Oh, good. Given the number of supposed extraterrestrial hotspots around Nevada and the huge amount of visitors they attract each year, it's little wonder that the first themed brothel in the country would target UFO hunters. Owned by the same proprietor as the world-famous Bunny Ranch, No, the Alien Escape offers a full-service brothel and bar where guests are invited to stay anywhere from a few hours to a few weeks if the money is there. To get a good probing. The business is decorated in a hodgepodge of alien and space imagery (laughs) that would give any serious science fiction fan fits and likely erections. Rooms are designed with such names as Atlantis Fantasy and Holodeck. Uh. Although the effects in the room mainly consist of sheer draping and cardboard alien cutouts. (laughs) 
Really? Classy. Keeping it classy. Yeah. The centerpiece of the facility, though, would have to be the alien abduction and probing room. Which we is... have those. <laughs> I've not found them. You're not supposed to tell that. <laughs> I kept wondering why I was having strange dreams. Hi, everybody. <laughs> which is outfitted with a plethora of marital aids, many of which legitimately look as though they came from a spaceship. I've lost the dilithium crystals, Captain. (laughs) The alien cat house sits just south of the former Area 51 test site and also features a restaurant and gift shops selling more clothing and trinkets emblazoned with little green men. Do you really think it's a former 51 airbase site? Test site. I don't know whether it's still in use or not because it's classified information. I can't answer that. I think it is. You think it's secret. Fans of extraterrestrial speculation, sex, and kitsch, your starship has finally come in. Alien whore, or for ten bucks more? <laughs> you decide. Go to our Facebook site, more questions and answers with Adrian Lee. Michelle, what have you got for me tonight in the round of Not For Your Mother? Oh, a woman in Russia is suing a credit company because she did not feel as if she'd had an orgasm. After paying back a microloan. What's in your wallet? (laughs) Not an orgasm. As the lender promised in its advertising. Yulia Penferetta, 33 from St. Petersburg, proud 5,000 rubles, which is around 66 pounds, so 100 bucks. Really? Yeah. Yeah. At the end of August and quickly settled her debt. She told Sabaleski District Court in Moscow that the loan company stated on its website that at the moment of paying off the debt, clients feel an inner satisfaction and calmness that is comparable to the state after having an orgasm. They get away with this kind of advertising in Russia, apparently. What? Get our credit card. (laughs) We'll see you. I need to get more credit cards. (laughs) (laughs) It's microloans for everyone. Charge it. Hurrah. Charge it. Huzzah. Oh, dear. I appear to have got credit all over your blouse. My apologies, madam. Is that what that is? It's a large deposit. (laughs) But I feel no satisfaction. No. No, she's losing interest. (laughs) Yeah. That's terrible. (laughs) She claimed this popular website article introduced me to sign the microloan credit contract. When she visited the loan company office to repay the debt, my mood did not get any better. Best Russian Mm. accent of the night award goes to... Me. Oh, my... Okay, you. Okay, thanks. <laughs> oh, lifestyle coach Panfanera has demanded 999 red balloons. Red balloons. Yes. In <laughs> drains. <laughs> <laughs> for the movie It. Yes. Perfect. See? Red balloons. Everything yeah. ties back round. It, it does. Is. This it is how is. the universe works. Yes, that's true. How can you prove whether you've had an orgasm or not? I mean, is there someone going to be there with some sort of electronic You've device? You've never seen a real one, have you? Yeah. Sorry, Adrian. Sorry. 
<laughs> I've had my moments. <laughs> well, we're sure you have. They've all been on my own. <laughs> <laughs> So, sorry guys, basically she got a million rubles, which is... About 25 cents. Pretty much. It's about $20,000 American. For not having one? Yeah. Oh God, I should be rich. Yeah, that's, this is what she has demanded. Um, she's demanded $20,000 in compensation. An airplane to take her out of the country. Yeah, pretty much. Over the absent orgasmic feelings, say reports in Russia. Oh, District Court in Moscow says that the loan company stated on its website at the moment of paying off the debt, clients feel an inner satisfaction and calmness that is compatible to the state after having an orgasm. The court is examining the claim. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, how do you examine that? Officials are looking into it. Mm, Yet, no decision has been made. Russian to the bedroom. Oh, no. A set of 54-year-old conjoined twins from Michigan are facing each other in court. Is one of the <laughs> literally? <laughs> literally? Literally and metaphorically. <laughs> as one of the siblings is contesting his brother's right to engage in sexual acts without his consent, Alfred and Wilbert Peterson were born joined at the waist and faced each other. And have spent an entire life this way. Do they only have one willy? How many wieners do they have? Yeah. Seven brides for a man with seven willies. No. No. We need to know this before we get any further. They have two sets of arms. Yeah. And legs. Okay. They have their own hearts, their own stomachs. Yeah. But they share a lower digestive tract. Okay. And And a wiener. And a penis. No! This shared penis has become a major source of conflict between the twins over recent years. And Alfred is now going to court to keep his brother from masturbating. What? What? He keeps playing with our penis without my consent. (laughs) That's legally a sexual assault. Well, if his brother goes to prison, he's got to go with him at that point. Alfred says he is suffering from insomnia and from post-traumatic syndrome after waking up at night on three occasions to catch his brother masturbating. I don't want to sleep at night because I'm afraid he's going to touch my willy. As for Wilbur, he claims he's done nothing wrong and insists it is his legal right to masturbate. He said he waited for his brother to be asleep because he knew he was against it and didn't want to disturb or shock him. I'm sure you would know if someone was... Touching your wiener. Do you know? Do I know? I would know. (laughs) (laughs) I would like to think that if my brother was touching my wiener, (laughs) I'd have woken up. Do you know if it's being touched while you're sleeping? I would think at some point... Asking for a friend. You would be jolted into consciousness at some point, I am sure. I can't believe that you would not know. That can't be assault if it's yours, too. Well, this is where the problem lies. Are they married? They're brothers. They're Mm. twins. Are they married to a woman? I have no idea. I suspect unlikely at this point. Wilbert's lawyer, Michael Gallagher, says this trial threatens not only his client's basic human rights, but also the sexuality of the conjoined twins. The two of them were facing each other in a specially adapted courtroom this morning in Flint, Michigan. Dozens of reporters were present to cover this unusual case, which should clarify many legal issues concerning the sexuality of conjoined twins. 
At the moment, the Michigan state law doesn't include any guidelines for individuals sharing the same genital organs. Across the US, the only state to have a law concerning the sexuality of conjoined twins is... Minnesota. Florida. California, which passed a bill in 2011. Sharing a willy or don't be so silly. You can go to our Facebook site. More questions than answers with Adrian Lee. The final story of the night in the round of Not For Your Mother, Miss Morris. Well, I got something for you. Love those eyes. Mm. Thomas Moretti is a bachelor, sadly, at 23. Tom Mm. Moretti. Good old Tom Moretti. Yeah, he's still looking, thankfully, at 23 for the one, for his other half, for someone to grow old with. But he's painfully aware he hasn't got much time. Really? What? He's only 23 for oh, crying for... in the night. At any moment. <laughs> My <laughs> aching ass. Come on. <laughs> and his name was aching ass. <laughs> At any moment, a shark could come through the window. <laughs> With a mermaid. Yeah. Holding a gun. Trident. Yeah, you some bitch. <laughs> That'd be one of those bandit Louisiana sharks you read so much about. Canada! Here, in the tropical waters of the Gulf, we have the Louisiana... Goldfish. Bandit shark looking at its prey, mm. nervously... Circling. ...in the seabed. In Irma. In Irma. In Irma. <laughs> Just start drinking out of the bottle. Do it. It's It's my birthday. (laughs) It's my birthday. It's a birthday. It's a birthday. Oh yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, he said I started to worry about potentially not being able to continue the family line about two years ago. He tells while scooping the foam off his cappuccino. That's a monkey. I know technically men can continue producing sperm well into the middle and old age. How old are you? Never you mind, madam. <laughs> okay. Things are still being produced as but we speak. The jizz you produce <laughs> in You're your prime. <laughs> in your prime. Must surely be prime jizz. This is coming from Einstein, right? Prime jizz. Yeah. yeah Einstein came up with that theory. Your, your prime it's jizz the is prime gone. It's the prime jizz theory. <laughs> e equals MC impaired. Moretti was eager to chat about his single-minded mission to preserve his spunk. He was familiar with the World Seed Bank. He's- what? Saving Mm -hmm. himself for the right woman, and he's got two empty milk bottles in the fridge he's just filled up. So this flat, board, barred, global seed vault is a gene bank located in Norway that acts as a backup for gene banks all over the world. Yeah. Who is this gene banks? Where does she live? It currently houses about a third of the plant genera stored in gene banks worldwide. Moretti explains that he came across the seed vault while researching ways of saving up his own seed. I thought if if they can keep thousands of copies of plant genetic information, surely surely they have room for me. 
as well. He's getting his seeds muddled up, isn't he? Then when I started sending him samples. Oh! What's he licking the envelope down with? Well, first he jacks off into a (laughs) Ziploc bag. Of course he does. Are you killing me? (laughs) Just spit it in the bag and we'll send it off. That's how Ancestry.com started. 23 and me. Nice. Look, there's someone that's got the same birthday as me. Winning. 23. Yeah, high five, baby. Then ensuring he has pressed all the air out of the bag, which is always important. Did he get one of those things at Walmart? I'm not sure, but he said it was to prevent oxidation. Yes, I often have problems with my sperm being oxygenated. Oxygenated. (laughs) He seals it and then places it inside a padded airmail envelope. Finally, he affixes a label to the bearing and addresses of the seed bank and the form needed for international exchange. I know that form well. There's some poor woman opening up the letters at the seed bank in Norway, in Oslo. She thinks she's getting some... Spunk plant punk. seeds and she's getting a jiffy bag a jiffy of, lube full of jizz spunk. nice yes <laughs> uh, <laughs> i'm sorry i just read the next line i've sent six of these now no. <laughs> <laughs> but i haven't ever gotten confirmation that they received it and logged the contents <laughs> Return you know, to sender. Do, 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 or, or that they received it and rejected its contents. I got nothing. While it seems for now, Moretti is content to keep trying. One hopes that sooner or later he will either find his life partner or the or police will catch up with him. Finally have his jizz accepted into the global seed vault. It's going to be dead. This stuff dies if it's not... <sighs> he airmails it. it. I should don't be care safe. what he does. There is no airmail. <laughs> that stuff he dies. He seals it for freshness. Yes. With the green. <laughs> the yellow and blue made green. <laughs> You've done far too much thinking about this. Just remember our P.O. box does not accept yellow and blue make green. No, no. Samples uh-uh, of nothing. any kind. Nope. We'll get Michelle to open all our fan mail. <sighs> Happy birthday. Thanks, guys. <laughs> Love ya. Well, all good things come to an end. So let us look at tonight's scores in last place with the K2 meter in the dead battery. It is Nathan. Yay! Who never got A resplendent two. <laughs> in sixth place is Heather Morris, who scored sixth. In fifth place what? is Michelle, who got to a hedonistic birthday seven. Yes. Yeah. Tied. For second place is Tracy, Caleb, and Cynthia, who scored 10. But tonight's winner, winning the $33,000 camera, is myself, who managed to get up to the double integer of 11. Do not fear, listener. Remember, we are back with a whole new bunch of stories next week at the same time. And I would love for you to join me for a fun and informative journey through the world of the paranormal, strange, intriguing, bizarre, and weird. Please tell your friends and family about the show and feel free to contact me anytime via my Facebook site. More questions than answers with Adrian Lee. Or you can contact my Twitter account at Adrian underscore Lee 
underscore tips. And remember, we now do an extra 20 to 25 minutes of the show that you can access on SoundCloud. If you go to soundcloud.com and search for MQTA Radio, you will find an extra round called Not For Your Mother. If you go to patreon.com and search for MQTA Radio, you can also donate to our show. My gratitude and greatest thanks are extended to Lorna Hunter, Heather Morris, Jaton Drain and Nathan Bush. Michelle Corey and all of the International Paranormal Society intparanormal.net and all of the show's sponsors including the Lakes Area Paranormal Interest Group MUFON of Minnesota Martins Online Auctions and Frank Zolchek it just remains for me to say thank you for listening and remember be interested and interesting good night <laughs> why am I here <laughs> Ha <laughs> ha